Hello, Monetization Nation. In today's episode, I am joined by Kaylee Christina. Kaylee is a holistic nutritionist and the co-founder of Clear Stem Skincare, a non-toxic skincare line that targets acne, anti-aging, and scar reversing, utilizing premium ingredients. She's a published author and co-host of the Balancing Your Hustle podcast, which interviews thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and wellness experts, diving into their individual stories and journeys. In this episode, Kaylee will share her entrepreneurship journey and how she builds relationships with her customers to turn one-time customers into repeat customers. Tectonic shifts are constantly transforming the earth and business, causing destruction and huge growth opportunities. I'm Nathan William, the host of Monetization Nation, where we learn how to leverage business tectonic shifts to transform monetization. Thank you so much for joining us today, Kaylee. Thank you for having me on, Nathan. I'm excited. Can you start off by sharing with us something that you are super passionate about? Absolutely. So whole body wellness is something I am insanely passionate about, and that's wellness with what you're putting in your body, the movements you're making every day, but also mental wellness. Mental wellness is probably one of my favorite things to talk about because we all want to feel good every day, right? Like we want to feel ourselves. We want to feel empowered. We want to feel confident. And I think mental wellness is something that plays a huge effect into that. And it's all about what you eat, you know, the people you surround yourself with and the mindset that you put yourself in. I love it. What is your number one secret for achieving that mental wellness? I like to put myself in a really good mental state every single day. I think it's so easy to wake up in the morning and see a million notifications, texts and emails, feel overwhelmed. Maybe you didn't clean up your house the day before, so it feels messy. And so you feel like everyone needs something from you. You have so much to do and it can feel very chaotic as even just beginning your day. And so I like to start my day in a very calm state and also prime my brain for whatever can be thrown at me that day. Cause owning my own company, there's a million ups and downs that can happen. I really don't know if there's a fire I need to put out that day um, or what's going to happen. And so I journal every single morning. Sometimes it's longer than others. I might only have five to 10 minutes um, a morning to journal. Other times I can spend more time, but my very short every single day journal is just writing three things I'm grateful for, three things I'm excited about, a positive experience that happened in the last 24 hours and how I can make a positive impact that day. And that just puts me in such a good mental state to begin the day. I love that. How have you seen that help you as you've consistently done that? It's funny because at first I literally had to force myself to do it every day. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to journal. This is a waste of my time. I just want to get started with my day, get after it. And it was hard in the beginning to commit to it. And I noticed a difference after a few weeks, because after a few weeks, there was a day or two where I didn't make time for journaling or I was traveling and, and didn't do it. And I noticed a shift in my mindset. I noticed that my day felt a little more overwhelming and chaotic, but when I take a second to reflect on what I'm excited about, what I'm grateful for, it really is exercise for your mind. So the same way that you work out every single day and then you, or a couple of days a week, and then you go a few weeks without working out, you notice a difference in the way you feel. It's the same thing with journaling. 
Yes, that power of consistency, mm -hmm. which applies in so many aspects of our lives and businesses. All right, can you tell us about your journey, your story to, to become an entrepreneur? Absolutely. So I, like you mentioned in the intro, I own ClearStem Skincare. We are an anti-acne and anti-aging skincare line that's non-toxic. And we started it. So my business partner, her name is Danielle. The two of us started it because we both have a difficult battle in the past with skin issues and acne. And I'm in my late twenties, Danielle's in her thirties. And there was no line that existed for both men and women who struggle with adult acne, but is also anti-aging because you have acne products that age your skin because they're so drying and so disruptive to your skin. And you have anti-aging products that many times break people out and don't help with acne. And so we create a line that did both. So rewinding about five years ago, I was dealing with a lot of different health issues. And one of the symptoms of the health issues was I broke out with bright red inflamed painful cystic acne. And I dealt with acne on and off growing up a little bit. I dealt with it in high school, went to the dermatologist, was prescribed really, really harsh creams that were so drying. Um, I dealt with it a little bit in college, but I never dealt with the painful cystic acne. And anyone that's listening, if you yourself has dealt with it or a family member or a friend, you know what I'm talking about. It changes the way you carry yourself, your confidence. It hits you pretty hard. And every doctor and dermatologist I went to told me the only options were Accutane, try antibiotics for a few weeks or go on birth control because it was a hormonal issue. Those were the only uh, options I was given. I refused to take any of those because I was like, okay, why, like, why do I do these? How will they help? Like what's actually going on in my body that's causing this to happen? Because it's not just random. Like there's a root cause. No one could give me a root cause. So as a last resort, cause I almost went on Accutane, but I know how terrible that is for your body. Um, it there's, you have to sign a bunch of papers about like, this could cause depression, like all different things. Um, as a last resort, I found San Diego acne clinic and my business partner, Danielle, uh, she owns San Diego acne clinic and I'd found her on a whim and we got to the root cause of my acne. I actually had 11 different acne triggers going on from products in my conditioner that were getting on my skin, makeup that had pore clogging ingredients. So it was causing acne. I was taking some supplements that were triggering acne. Um, fun fact, high amounts of vitamin D and zinc can trigger acne because they actually increase testosterone. Um, and so for increasing testosterone in women, it's going to increase oil production. It's going to trigger acne. So there were a bunch of things going on. We got to the root cause. We completely cleared my skin with no scar damage. And that's where like, we're onto something because not only can we create products, Danielle is the formulator and we work with a chemist. Not only can we create these amazing products that can help with acne and aging at the same time, but we now have a responsibility of education. And there's so much misinformation that exists about acne and aging of the skin that we educate about. And so we have a whole pillar of our company we have a ditch your acne protocol. We put a ton of free education out there and that's, that's what we've done to build a company. We, I mean, we created a, a part of the skincare industry that didn't exist. We are told by so many consultants that we can't do both. We can't do acne and aging because they're two separate industries within skincare. We're going to confuse people. We have to choose a niche one or the other. We said, this is the niche adults that are struggling with acne, but also 
are very concerned about the aging of their skin and don't want to cause accelerated aging by using really harsh acne products. I love it. What a great niche. And I assume there's nobody else in that niche. No, there, there's some people that are, that are talking about it more because, um, this year, this past year, because of COVID, everyone wearing the masks, there's a thing called maskne. So a lot of people are dealing with acne and skin issues caused by wearing a mask, even if they've never dealt with acne in the past. So a lot of skincare companies are starting to offer acne products when they never have in the past. But what they don't understand is the the ingredients and formulation behind acne. And some people will create acne products, but have a lot of pore clogging ingredients in it which is still, they'll have like an active ingredient that helps with acne. And then all the other ingredients will be pore clogging. And so it actually doesn't help people in the long run. So, um, we're doing it right. (laughs) So what kind of success have you seen since you've launched? We've seen, oh my gosh, my, I guess my, my favorite part of the success of it all is the impact that we make with people. So Danielle and I both got into this line because we wanted to help people clear their skin and feel confident in control of their own skin. And the part that I attach success to is the testimonials. I'll get emails, texts, direct messages on Instagram, reviews on the website of people saying this, the education you provided and the products you create have completely transformed my skin. I used to not be able to leave the house without packing on makeup. I was so insecure about my skin and it's clear for the first time in my life. Those types of things our success to me, because that is the purpose of why we created ClearStem. Yeah, definitely. The social contribution is, is definitely the greatest good that is done in through organizations like this. Talk about financial, you as an entrepreneur and as a business owner, what kind of success have you seen? Financially, we have had exponential growth, which has been really exciting. Um, we've been profitable since day one. Uh, we've reinvested every single penny we've made back into the business and we year over year, we've existed about three years now. Um, but we've seen pretty incredible growth year after year and, um, 2021 is already showing great financial success. And so we're really excited to continue this year strong, um, because the more money we can make as a company, the more we can invest in our ClearStem family and consumers and create more amazing products for them. I love it. Congratulations on your success. Thank you. Uh, what is the biggest failure or mistake you've made in your journey so far? And, and what did you learn from it? Wow. So in the beginning, gosh, I can't tell you how many, so I don't even like to call them mistakes because it's every time I've made a decision and it hasn't panned out correctly. We just, we pivot from it. It's like, okay, what do we do now? So a few of those examples are, um, yeah, I guess the biggest one is when I, I used to self fill every single bottle and print labels from Shopify and mail everyone, um, their individual clear stem bottles in the very beginning. And when we first got a warehouse in 3PL to ship out all the products for us, we went with a recommendation and we didn't really know what we were doing, what questions to ask, what to look for. And we got looped into a contract that was just completely draining us of cash flow. Like it was a huge struggle for a while. It was they were just, the shipment charges were costing so much. There was fees on top of net, uh, like fees on top of fees. 
and the biggest lesson it taught us, and this, this happened with a couple of different things we signed on to. So it happened with like the warehouse and 3PL. It happened with um, a company we signed on to build a website for us that cost so much money that ended up not panning out. We had to hire another developer to fix everything. So all these decisions in the beginning were made because we didn't get enough references and enough recommendation and do enough homework before bringing in an agency or a third party organization. And so we really learned, I mean, every call we get on where we're thinking about hiring on an agency or just someone from the outside, we get so many references. We talk to people, we get other opinions. We talk to other companies doing the same thing and that taught us a lot. But in the beginning you're, you're moving quickly and you, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. It didn't used to work that way. You go back 20 years and people operated based on one recommendation or a handshake or finding someone in the yellow pages. And, yeah. and that that way of people finding us as a business doesn't work anymore. I think one of the biggest tectonic shifts that's happening today is credibility marketing, where people are having to find us and research us through much more credible sources. And what we're saying about ourselves is, is not credible. I totally agree with that because with Mar- there's so many things that aren't regulated in marketing, especially in the skincare industry. Oh my gosh, people can say whatever they want. And it's not, it not be true. Like they can, so there's a word called non-comedogenic in the skincare industry. It means non-comedogenic ingredients means no pore clogging ingredients, which means it's not supposed to cause acne because it's not supposed to clog your pores, but that's not a regulated term. So there can be a company that has pore clogging ingredients, has comedogenic ingredients and still put non-comedogenic on the front. And so people are going to trust, Hey, I, I break out easily. My skin is sensitive. This is non-comedogenic. I'll be fine using this when really it's not. Yeah. What do you feel are the, is one of the biggest tectonic shifts that's affecting the business landscape today? I think it's the ability to pivot in the world of COVID right now. I mean, you have restaurants who've had to completely pivot and do dining and takeout. You have a lot of companies that are used to brick and mortar that now to switch to websites. And you have people who have always been DTC on websites that now just need to hone in even more and learn how to speak to the consumer. I think the consumer is so much more educated now and does their research and listens and isn't as tricked by marketing. And you can't just say, hey, me, 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 look at me as a company. You have to say like, what are you gonna do for them? What story do you have to tell? What mission do you have? And so I think in general, companies need to speak to the consumer more instead of about themselves. It's so sad that consumers have to worry about being tricked by marketers. You'd think that we as marketers could find that ethics within ourselves and operate in such a way that people could trust us and understand that it's only through building that trust that we're ever gonna achieve those long-term relationships and, and maximize that, that uh, lifetime customer value of the customer. It's in our best interest as, as well as theirs. Exactly, like you'll never see in our marketing like you will in some other companies, use our products and your acne will be clear forever because there's a lot of things that cause acne, what you eat, your stress levels, all different things. So we can't say our products are going to clear your acne forever. They're going to help clear your acne. Absolutely. And if you're getting the root cause of your acne even better, but if you're eating a bunch of dairy and that triggers breakouts for you, and you're also using our products, our products can't combat <laughs> you ingesting dairy <laughs> and triggering breakouts. But there's a lot of companies out there that'll be like, use our products, your acne will be gone forever. You'll never have it again. And we just refuse to use that in our marketing. Yeah. 
Okay, you mentioned that you were profitable from your first month, which is amazing. Congratulations on that. So many entrepreneurs can't pull that off. And you, you have been very successful in your monetization efforts. Can you share with our audience maybe one of your monetization strategies or secrets? I have two, and they were ones that we didn't always put to the forefront at first and then realized how big of a deal it was. Um, The first one is email marketing, and the second one is reviews. So reviews are everything. I mean, that is what gives your product or company backing. And we originally launched on Amazon and on a Shopify, like a makeshift Shopify website that we built. And so we did always know that reviews were important from day one, because that's how you build on Amazon. And we use that same tactic for our website as well, because people are going to research your product and they're going to think about buying it. They're going to go to the reviews and see what other people are saying. And that's how they're going to make their decision. And Mm -hmm. so I think the best way to monetize what you're doing, I mean, one, have a really awesome product that actually does what it says, but two, having the reviews to back it up and three email marketing email or text message, because we've recently started text message marketing too, but you need to own your consumer's information. I mean, you can do all the Facebook, Instagram, Google ads that you want, but you don't own any of that information. But when you have people's emails and phone numbers, you can control the conversation. So you can tell, you can educate them about your product. Um, You can give them updates. And that is so important to be connected with your consumer because repeat purchases and building like a family, a community with your brand is how you increase revenue and become successful. Historically, people would, people like you in in a a business that you're in would probably sell most of, generate most of their revenue by selling through big box retailers um, or other channels like that, that you didn't own. How have you developed a different business model where, where you could actually get your customer information? Because Walmart and Target and those companies don't share customer information with you. It's funny you say that because we've considered retail so many times and every time we go through the process, we decide it's not a right fit for us. I mean, we've had tons of meetings with um, small to retails to big box retailers. And once we go through it, Danielle and I sit down and we talk and we're like, our consumer base is so important to us and we will lose all of it and are the, in the communication. Cause then you're trusting in, if it's a smaller store, you're trusting in um, the education that the store associate can provide. If it's a bigger store, it's just where you are in the store, the signage, the marketing around it. And you just don't have any connection with the consumer. So why would they purchase you? And so we I continually time and time again, have made the decision to keep the consumer in house with us. Because again, like I mentioned, a huge pillar of our business is education. And so we want to provide education to our consumer of what's aging your skin, what's causing acne, how to use the products, how to get the most benefit, everything. Um, Here's what to do if you're struggling with this. And we just, you just can't get that um, at all through, through the big box retailer. So we've done a lot of free education, um, whether it's acne masterclasses, skincare masterclasses, um, Instagram lives, different promos, giveaways, things to collect more consumer information. I love it. So you've completely stayed away from, from the retailers mm-hmm. and you do everything direct to consumer and you focus on providing the education, bringing the consumer to you. 
because you feel that you can serve them better and maintain stronger relationships with them by providing that education and support yourself. Absolutely. I love it. That is definitely a tectonic shift. Like that is not how business was operated 20 years ago. <laughs> no, not at all. Operated it that way. Yeah. Never in the history of the world could you really have operated a consumer products business that way. And, and I think it's the future. I think that is definitely the direction that, uh, that the entrepreneurship world is going. I think it's definitely a better business model. I agree. Thank you so much, Kaylee, for sharing your stories and knowledge with us today. Here are some of my key takeaways from this episode. Number one, we need to discover a problem, find a solution, and then build our business around that. If we do that, we will be more successful. Number two, we need to learn from our mistakes and make pivots when necessary. Every time we make a mistake or encounter a failure, we should take it as an opportunity to learn and change from it. Number three, companies need to speak to the consumer and get reviews instead of marketing about themselves. Number four, we need to own our customer's information. When we get their email or phone numbers, this gives us control of the conversation. Number five, to maintain stronger relationships with our customers, we should be in direct contact with them. Email marketing is essential in turning a first-time buyer into a repeat customer. Number six, as customers become more focused on self-guided research, they rely heavily on reviews, which is customer proof. Number seven, reviews are key in giving us credibility. Number eight, when our customers write reviews for us, they reflect on their product satisfaction and will be more likely to remember us and return in the future. If you enjoyed this interview and want to learn more about Kaylee, listen to part two of this episode or connect with her on Instagram or her website, clearstemskincare.com. And there's links to all of those websites in the blog post for this episode on monetizationnation.com. Do you want to be a better digital monetizer? Then please follow these channels to receive free digital monetization content. Number one, you can get a free monetization assessment of your business or subscribe to the free monetization e-magazine at monetizationnation.com. Number two, you can subscribe to the Monetization Nation podcast or YouTube channel. And number three, please follow Monetization Nation on Instagram and Twitter. How do you turn one-time customers into repeat customers? Please join our private Monetization Nation Facebook group and share your insights with other digital monetizers. Thanks for joining me for this episode. I wish you success in turning one-time customers into repeat customers. Do you want to become a better digital monetizer? To receive great monetization stories and secrets, please go to monetizationnation.com and join free. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the show and share it.